Hello and welcome to the Fiction Tower, your podcast place for student book talks, parent reads, and mystery faculty readers. I'm your host, Mrs. Dowdy. Good morning, Eddie. How are you today? Very good. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks so much for coming to the Fiction Tower to do a student book talk. I have to tell you, um, you are our very first student book talk. So this means a lot to me. Yeah. Are you ready to do this? Yeah, very ready. Okay, great. Can you tell us what grade you're in? I'm in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay. And um, can you please tell us the title and author of your book? Uh. Alan Wynne-Jones, Belonging. Hmm. Now, okay, so I always ask people when they come here to either read a book or now talk about them, thank you so much, um, how did this book make the cut? It's not easy. I know you like to read a lot. So how did this book become the one you said, that's the one I want to talk about? Because that means a lot to me. Well, I got it for my birthday, and uh, it was my first rugby book. Oh, it's a rugby story. Okay. Yeah, and... It, my dad got it for me, and uh-huh. it was from, I think England or Scotland. Oh, do they play uh, rugby in England? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a silly question. That's why I hit the canned laughter. Of course, they play it in England. I'm going to get a phone call from the Royals. Of course we play it in England. I love rugby. You know how much I love rugby. So this is why I'm more excited to hear about your book. Tell me more about it. Well, um, he is a professional rugby union player. He plays 15 for men's. And he is Welsh. And he, yeah, he plays for the national national team. Mm -hmm. And his club is... Ospreys, I believe, mm-hmm. in Wales. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, Swansea. Do you want me to share some facts? I Well, before you... You're going to the facts. So this book is a true story, so it's not fiction. Are you telling me this is a non-fiction biography or...? Uh, autobiography. So actually, the, the author of the book is the same person the book is about. And this yeah. is even more exciting to me yeah. because you know how much I love biographies as well. Yeah. Um, and I, if I even stray into fiction, it's usually historical fiction because I love facts. So you're going in the right direction yeah. for me. I'm really excited to hear this. Um, go ahead and tell us a few facts about this person. So uh, his dad died when he was really young. Oh. But the the sad thing about that was he didn't have a good relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. And he's Welsh, of course. And he has the most caps of a any rugby union player for men and women. So, Eddie, for <coughs> friends of ours who maybe don't know as much about rugby as that, can you give us a few definitions, caps? Yeah, what caps uh, are the number of times you played for your national team. Number of times. Amazing. And he's played 148 times for his national team. It's impressive. <laughs> okay, if we run into any other rugby words like scrum and ruck and things, pitch, things people don't know, we'll go ahead yeah. and do the vocab there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go ahead. And uh, he... He said he always says I'm a player first and the captain second, and what that means is that he's the captain for Wales, which basically means he's like, well, commanding all the players on what and what they're doing, and but he always tries to be a player first and the captain second, so not get his ego above 
his actual actual way he plays. Is that one of the reasons that this particular player, because you probably have lots and lots of players out there yeah. that you think are fantastic. Yeah. And is this why he stands out for you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also another thing for me is, of course, the way he plays. Mm-hmm. I watch him a lot. Uh-huh. What does he do? He plays lock, second row. Mm-hmm. He is number five for Wales and number five for Ospreys. Mm-hmm. And the second row is just in a scrum. You have the first row, the second row, and the third row. In the first row, you have the big people. Second row, you have the tall people. In the third row, you have the, I guess, uh, all-around players that are strong, fast, mm-hmm. and aggressive. So, yeah, that's that's the position that he plays. Another one of his quotes are, do it for the people that aren't here. And uh, he doesn't just mean his dad, because all of the players have some type of family loss. And he, he he's also saying that he it's a selfish position to play in, because he has a family, mm-hmm. uh, and he hasn't told their kids what he does. They, they think he plays for Manchester United. No. <laughs> He hasn't told them. Why not? Because he's humble. Yeah. There you go. That in school they just don't want their kids going around and showing that. Oh, my dad's professional. Yeah. Professional player. That's interesting. interesting. And he he has a very very low ego. Mm -hmm. He has like actually in in ideas he is very shy Mm -hmm. and. he have has trust in people if they're higher than him if they know more than him he trusts them that that's not what a lot of rugby players do they think that you know that they know know it all mm-hmm. and he is competitive but not in a bad ego way he um he also thinks foundation is key like the Explain foundation for us. It's it's just before the game mm-hmm. and like even the week before when he's training. Yes. He's not he's not getting he's not I don't know a good way to explain this. Not but getting heady about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really puts the basic skills and perfects them to the way he wants them, then he can go on to other skills. Eddie, have you ever seen this gentleman play in person? No, but I really want to. (laughs) We just both looked at his mom. (laughs) 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 It sounds like a trip we need to make. Yeah. Do they ever come to the United States and play? Uh, Well, in 2031, yes, but not anytime soon. Okay. Because okay. that's when the World Cup in the USA is... That's a few years yeah. away, and it's a really tough sport, so they have to stay very healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah very healthy. Yeah. He's like, he is the, also the oldest rugby union player at 37. Oh, he's 37. I still think he's got what it takes to get there, don't you? Well, he's retiring, and like, I think because there's a World Cup this year, uh-huh. And he's retiring the season after that. Oh, dear. So, because 
in rugby you get hits that your body just can't take. Yeah. And he's had he's been playing since he was I think six. Wow. So, yeah, his whole life. Yeah, his whole life. He's been dedicated to it. Yeah. And his dad was also a rugby union player. He never played for Wales, but he did play for professional clubs. Mm-hmm. And he he was a very good player, but his dad and him never had a good relationship. Yeah. Now, this book, you say, is an autobiography, so it's written by him. So it's him talking about his own life, which I think is extraordinary when someone... Uh, puts that in a book because then they have to tell all kinds of things or they choose to tell, which is, you know, not easy, especially hard conversations like that. When you were reading it, did you feel like he was sharing a lot of stuff that hadn't already been written about him? Things that you didn't know? Well, yes, I know. There's a lot of things I didn't know about him. Such as what? Such as the way he thinks, the way he thinks ideas and... Uh, he doesn't force people. He just doesn't force them to do anything. Mm-hmm. And you like that? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And another thing is that he doesn't like praise. He just likes being himself. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He's not comfortable with it, or he's just like he's just got his head in the game. It's like thanks, well, he's, thank you very he, much. He's and... not comfortable with it, mm-hmm. and but he also has his head in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And what else do you have that you... I can I can tell you've got just a few more fun facts that we can learn today. So uh, he... So in the Olympics, yes. there's not a 15, 15 thing. So Great Britain doesn't really play as a rugby team for 15s mm-hmm. and men's. I've never but understood they, that. But, but they... Uh, uh, in nine in the eighteen hundreds, when rugby was like first around, mm-hmm. they created a uh, created a thing called the British and Irish Lions, mm-hmm. and they're basically a rugby team that plays for the whole of Britain, mm. and it's a, a huge honor to be captain of that team. And in twenty twenty one, he was called up as captain. The, the warm-up game before the... Because every four years, they play a different they play a different team. Like, like l- last year, they played South Africa. Every four years. Every That's four years. That's a long wait. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he ha- played as captain, and it's three games. Whoever wins two of those can't, wins a series. Mm-hmm. But the warm-up game with Japan before the actual test matches, he broke his collarbone oh, in, a ma- in, a, in a match. And he thought he wouldn't be captain anymore. And they even called up a replacement captain yes. and everything. But m- m- it was a miracle that he actually got to play. He missed the first test, uh-huh. but he got into the second test. Yeah. And sadly, they lost the test series. Yeah. But it was still a huge honour. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not always about the W. Yeah. There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, you're playing rugby here in town or yeah. nearby? Yeah, I play with Los Gatos Lions. Yeah, and I wanted to say, I'm kind of noticing a lot of people are starting to feel uh, uh, knowledge about rugby more in the last three, four years. That It's becoming a new youth 
um, sport. I was excited to see that because 10 yeah. years ago, that was not the case. It's yeah. really making its way yeah. into the uh, West Coast area. So um, you read this whole book. That looks like a pretty big book. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. two, I don't know how long, maybe 200. How long did it take you to read that? I mean, so oh. Is it the kind of book that you just couldn't put down? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was 300 pages. Yeah. And it was, I read like a chapter every night mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh-huh. And it probably took me, so I started it a few weeks before summer in uh-huh. fourth grade. That's hard to do, just a chapter, because you kind of want to go to the next chapter. <laughs> the next yeah, chapter sometimes I read like two or three. <laughs> I figured. But, uh... It was such a good book. I learned so much, not just from like the life lessons, mm-hmm. but also from from like his gameplay and all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us? Another thing I really liked about the book was on he talked about almost his whole entire career, and on some of the chapters he actually summarized a game. Which I liked, and it's how like, do they do that? Do I, that's the one thing I've always admired. I read a lot of biographies. Sometimes they just write about these gigantic moments, and and it's like it happened yesterday. It's yeah, and but what they do is usually replay the game because you uh-huh. can do that, <laughs> and it and it just goes play by play, right. which I really liked about the book. So you felt like you were sitting there really watching the game. Yeah, cool. yeah, I. A lot of these games I've never really seen. Mm-hmm. I've tried to watch them. Yeah, but they're not easy to find. Yeah. And so you'd recommend this book to anyone? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it, even if you have no idea about rugby. Is that right? Yeah. I think I'm it's a send great that book. book to some people I know. I'm gonna yeah. have to get a couple copies myself. That's it's it's hard. It's a hard book. It's. I think, I I think it's from. The UK, mm-hmm. definitely. So it was hard for you guys to get a copy of it. I can't just get on, uh, you know, yeah. all the big, the big book selling places. And, oh and well, I think you can get it on Amazon. You think so? Okay, probably. Yeah. May I see a picture of him? Yeah. Wow. And the title of the book is called "Belonging." And what do you think that means? Belonging to. Belonging to. His country, his family, his heritage, belonging wow, Eddie. to him. Well, you can't say it better than that. You know, I'm sitting here um, looking at you and your knowledge of rugby. And though I think you're probably going to have some fun playing rugby as you get older and older, and maybe college and yeah. whatnot, I also think you would be a wonderful broadcaster. You know this sport. You could do it tomorrow. <laughs> Eddie, thank, thank you. you. You're welcome, and thank you so much for um, yeah. being our very first student book talk here at school. Yeah. And you did a sensational job. Thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you so much. Okay, as well. you have a great day, and yeah. keep on reading. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everyone. And yeah. this is Eddie reading uh, "Belonging," and he's our fifth grade student. And uh, we are at the Fiction Tower. See you then. Okay, thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to the Fiction Tower wherever you listen to this podcast. And while you're at it, leave your favorite book title that you give a five-star rating for. 